0: Chapter 8. Clarity and Process A few years back, I got a quick email from my cousin Pamela in New York. She said, You know what it is about you, Paul? You are crystal clear on everything. I found her comments to be extremely helpful because it verified exactly what I was trying to do. When I work with companies to help them implement Lean, I am astounded at the lack of clarity in their communications and directives. Most people are happy coming back three and four times for clarification instead of getting it right the first time. They'll send four and five emails when they could just pick up the phone and get it right in three minutes. This is a massive amount of wasted energy and time, and I have no room for it in my life. As you read this chapter, do so with the perspective I just articulated. Also remember, I'm a man and I have a bit of a myopic perspective. Nothing is couched in political correctness or intended to garner everyone's approval. Rather, it is an honest answer from the shop floor. I'm sure I will piss tons of people off and make some celebrate with their fists pumping in the air. I am sorry from the outset that I can't please everybody, but I hope to help some people, including myself, have a better life as a result of my musings. As I've interviewed men and women, I've discovered what is the real value that a man gives for a woman and a woman gives for a man. Let's face it, there is a reason we are together, and understanding that at a deep level is infinitely important if one hopes to have a great life. If life was all about suffering, then we would all be monks, but then again, maybe many of us are living like monks without the moniker. I will not give you a laundry list of 10 things you need to do, but I'll do my best to keep it to just a few, and here they are. What relationships are missing is clarity and process. Clarity on what's important and process on how to make sure we can consistently deliver it. I have discovered that keeping things simple allows people to grab a hold of the idea and actually work with them on a daily basis. Simplicity attracts people, complexity repels them. My predilection to simplicity is based on some very simple observations. How many people can remember the Apple logo? How many people can remember the Samsung logo? Apple has $80 billion in the bank. No wonder. Their stores are the simplest and easiest to understand retail space in history. Taichiono said, Make complex ideas simple and easy to understand. And repeat them often. This is my simplified musings about life with a little bit of navel-gazing thrown in for good measure. I will avoid being esoteric and give deference to the practical. I want to make a compelling argument that you say I can do that and I'm going to do that. I want to establish one basic concept. The reason why Toyota makes such a great car is because they are customer-centered. They philosophically respect their customer at the core of their beliefs. This deep respect makes them want to serve the customer and produce a high-quality product that the customer will enjoy for decades. Most people buy Toyotas and stick with that brand for a lifetime because they come to rely on the quality, reliability, and consistency of their cars. Toyota has clarity on their purpose and they have perfected the process to deliver it over and over again. In the same way, our relationships really involve two customers, the man and the woman. And we have two people that are serving one another. We seek clarity and process because we respect our lives, ourselves, and our partners. Without respect as the gravity that pulls us together to gain clarity and develop a great process, we have nothing. There are a few questions that we really need to ask to gain clarity. What do our customers, aka our life partners, want? I would say that most of us would say unequivocally, I know. But we are absolutely clueless based on the state of most relationships. Marriages are divorcing at record numbers and people are ready to kill each other in order to get revenge for the pain that has been inflicted. If we were doing it right, why are so many people unhappy? If we really knew what our partners wanted, why are we doing such a poor job of delivering it? There are really two sides to the question, and this is the essence of the book. Not only do we not know what our partners want, but I think our partners are also unclear in many cases on what it is they really want. If we did a better job of laying this out from the very beginning and getting total clarity, we wouldn't struggle to deliver the goods. A couple quick examples to illustrate this point. I know one man I interviewed, Robert, who loves to go to Starbucks and sit and drink coffee and natter for hours, but his wife doesn't want to have anything to do with that. That's particularly not a good match. It certainly would have been nice for him to know that before they got married. I would imagine that Robert has an empty spot in his life because that is something he loves to do and he can not enjoy doing it with the person he married. Inevitably, I would think he would look for somebody to fill that void. That's part of physics. Another man I interviewed, Marshall, said he loves to joke around with kind of sexual innuendos, but his wife doesn't want to have any part of it. One time, he said he ran into his wife in the mall on a lunch break. When he saw her, he said, Hey, do you think there's a dressing room around here that you could ravage me in? Instead of his wife responding back, let's go see what we can find, she retorted, I'm too busy. I've got to go grocery shopping. You need to know the person you're with. You need to know yourself very, very well. Otherwise, you're going to be frustrated and feel like something's always missing. Think about it. We design super yachts, high-rise buildings, multi-million dollar houses, fantastic bridges, rockets, ships, supercomputers, and phones that can just about do anything you ask them to do. All of these are the result of careful planning and great design. But how much time do we really put into planning and designing our relationships that will last a lifetime? I can guarantee none of these amazing structures or designs are the result of somebody thinking this up in their heads and never putting it down on paper. I am sure the details were carefully considered and detailed plans were drawn and revised many times. Why wouldn't we give our relationships, the most important thing in our life, a little more due diligence? I will tell you what I think. It's because most people think it would be sacrosanct to apply your logic and intelligence to the so-called mystery of life. Secondly, I think we are afraid to bear our souls to ourselves, let alone someone else, what we really think about and what's really important to us. Well, you know the old saying, how's that working out for you? I'm all about magnetism. I love the idea of love at first sight. But I am even more attracted to the idea of love for a lifetime. I think we need to take a serious look and make sure we deeply understand the person we're going to spend a lifetime with. Here's the kicker though. In order for you to know that, you must first know yourself. And I'm convinced more than ever that most people don't even know what makes them tick, let alone someone from the opposite gender. So if you're frustrated, your spouse is going to feel frustrated and more than likely you will take it out on them to whatever extent you do not feel fulfilled. I don't think most of us know what we truly want and what our partners want. I believe most of us think we know, but in fact, most of us are simply clueless. The interesting thing about this is, in my first book, Two Second Lean, it was the discovery that I was clueless about the way I was running my business that put me on the path to operational excellence. Prior to this discovery, I appeared to be a very successful businessman, but compared to the best companies in the world, I was clueless. For the love of God, I think it's time we all show a little more curiosity. So what's it going to be, a lifetime of marginal relationships or great relationships? Are you tired of stacking up more red blocks in your life than green ones? It was confronting the brutal facts that allowed me to turn my company around and build it into a world-class organization. So it is my conclusion that confronting the brutal facts about who we are and what we need is the key. Taking an honest, deep dive into our soul will allow us to experience fulfilling and meaningful relationships at the highest level. Like anything in life, a great process that is clear and easy to understand will produce a favorable result. When it comes to relationships, I think clarity is a rarity, and anything that resembles a process is considered heresy in respect to relationships the one thing there is as much mystery in pencil and paper as there is in love at first sight